on this week's special episode of Third Party Control Podcast, we talk about the Nintendo Indie Showcase and talk about some very interesting titles coming in the future for the Nintendo Switch. Also, we catch up with Joe to find out what his thoughts were on last week's The Game Awards. Did he agree with the winner of Game of the Year? All that and more on this week's episode of Third Party Control Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to Third Party Control Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Lira with Beto Esparza and Joe Ramirez. Welcome, everyone, to another week of Third Party Controller Podcast, the podcast you come to for all your gaming news. And as you heard, Joe's back today. Yay. Hey, what's up, guys? Yay. And it's Christmas week. So you know what that means. Everyone's getting excited. Everyone's getting ready to celebrate the holiday, depending on what you celebrate must or not. Must be Santa. Mm. Must be Santa. Yeah. Must be Santa. But before, wait, what's it? No, it just sounded funny. You said must be. Must, sound like you said must be. Like so. <laughs> <laughs> must be Santa. Must be Santa. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get to what we we're going to talk about, we need to find out, Joe. What did you think of last week's The Game Awards 2021? Whether you watched it or not, heard about it, heard what game of the year was. Or whatever. What did you think of this year's Game Awards? Huh? <laughs> no, I um, I didn't. I did see some of the winners, and I was just kind of like, hey, you know, like like, I saw that the game that you guys liked won, right? I like how he says the game you guys liked. Well, I never played it, so I don't know. Well, uh, Bethel was kind. It takes two to make a thing you, go right, right? That's what it's called. Yeah, we were kind enough to let you borrow it so you can play with your wife. <sighs> okay. Um. But we we, <laughs> were, we were like yeah, we were letting you like months ago, and you were like, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I did see some of the uh, I and I'm I'm already forgetting them off the top of my head. But I did see some of the trailers for some of the games that they got coming out, and that was cool. Some mm-hmm. of the stuff I saw. What did you think of that Saints Row trailer? Which one? The Saints Row trailer. Saints Row. Didn't they show the? Saints yeah, there was a Saints Row one. Saints Saints Row one. No. You fucking. You think you yeah. you call yourself a fan? That's what I was gonna say. You call yourself a fan? You know what song was playing though? It's pretty cool. Made it made it cooler. Which one? It played Delinquent Habits. Oh well, I mean, I've I've told Ow. you right that that uh. That no, series has always oh. done like that series has always done a really good job of like putting good music to like parts of the like whether you know like I tell you like yeah the po- power where they use power yeah. it's like right at the beginning of the game huh yeah early um but um <clears throat> no what was what's the other big what was a big one well I was gonna ask you they should they finally showed some gameplay of Senya Sacrifice or Senya Hellblade two mm-hmm. right they finally showed it but still no release date and I was talking to Bethel and going like. It feels like those kind of games, like, if you're going to show me, be like, ready, be to, ready like, with something. a date. Because if not, uh, not that it, the game's going to be garbage, but it's like, I don't want to hear about it until we have some sort yeah. of firm release date now. Because what, I think people were saying that it got announced at the Game Awards three, four years ago? Probably. At least yeah, two, two yeah. three, for sure. Yeah. Mm. And again, come out with a game whenever you can, but it's like, I was expecting, oh, cool, we're going to get a date for like, yeah. you know, uh, October 2022 or something. What was the other one that they showed though? There was the uh, um, Star Wars. Alan, Alan, oh Wake yeah, Alan two. Wake two. There we go. Yeah, was excited for that. Remedy's first survival horror game. Alan Wake one doesn't count as survival. 
horror? But like they're going true oh, survival okay. horror is what they said. Oh, oh, Are you gonna beat it, Joe? Probably. Are you not. gonna be too skilled? Probably. Joe's gonna be skilled. Why can't they just do an Alan Wake game? I liked Alan Wake. Alan Wake was fine. The this way it was. is Alan Wake two, bro. It was leading up one. You played one, so you already know what's going on. And it's leading up. So it was like, here's some scares because we're going to go scarier in the sequel. I know they're using the uh, control engine, right? The engine that they're yeah. using like this. <clears throat> huh? I mean, no, that sounds really cool, man. I mean, I, I when I saw that, that's the one that was the big one for me. I was like, what? They're doing Alan Wake 2? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So, I mean, definitely looking forward to that. Um, I was telling Beto that um, it's cool to see Remedy get Alan Wake back. But I really wish they would get Max Payne back. Who did it? Rockstar, oh, Rockstar did, did the third one. That's right. They did one and two. Because Remedy, uh, well, Remedy developed it and Rockstar published it, right? The first two? Yeah. And then Rockstar took over on the third one. Mm-hmm. It was just like shooting scene, cutscene, shooting scene, cutscene, shooting scene, cutscene for about 12 hours. Yeah. But I liked it. I, I, I really, I liked it. I just, it definitely wasn't as, I can see why people didn't like three, um, but definitely wasn't as good as the first two. Yeah. I, that's how I felt. I never played the third one. No, I liked it. I just, yeah. but it was, it was very, it, the, it was repetitive, like the way it, it was, was by the numbers. Kind of, yeah. It was like, okay. You know, it'd be dope if uh, they, they should make a asymmetrical game. I thought you were going to say, you know, it'd be dope. Alan Payne 3. No, actually, I <laughs> thought you were going to say, you know, it'd be dope. An Ace Ventura game. Oh, <laughs> dude, that, Ace? Was, that would be, that would be, would be like, wow, Beto, that's kind of outside the box. <laughs> but sure, I guess uh, we could do I was, that. I mean, I, it's not going to be as good now that you said Ace Ventura because it's fucking so good. But I was thinking about an asymmetrical shooter, or not shooter, but just an asymmetrical game, a uh, multiplayer game where uh, it's four hookers and running away from a pimp. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. That'd be good. <laughs> Didn't they just announce another asymmetrical or a game Devolver, like that? Devolver, get on it. <laughs> Did um, they just announce? The Leatherface, right? Leatherface? Yeah, yeah. Is Le- it going to be asymmetrical or did they seem I don't know. I don't know. It don't seemed know. like it, but I don't know. I just assumed rather. I guess someone was talking, someone who streams Dead by Daylight said, I guess the reason they, that it could still be in Dead by Daylight and they can have their own game is that like, I guess Leatherface is a character you can download in that game. It's not a main character. Where, so that's why they can make the main They also game. don't call him Leatherface, I don't think. It's Leatherface. Leather. Letter. I, don't, I don't know what they call him. Cha- Texas, Texas uh, man? They call, I thought they called him something different. I Chain Boy? I thought it was Leatherface. I mean, it's not the shape. Yeah, it's true. Leather Space Face. That's a difference. Leather Space Face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any any more from the Game Awards, Joe? Um, I, some, like, I, just, I did take a look at some of the winners. Um and mm-hmm. uh, was it nothing surprising? Yeah, yeah. I mean, other, I mean we the, never other really than the game, main game, I mean, other than the game of the year was pretty surprising, but everything else is pretty like predictable. I kind of <clears> mentioned <throat> with Bethel last week um, that I feel that now, like expecting any more from the Game Awards, because yeah. like as you're as setting year, yourself up for failure, as the years have gone on, like I was like, oh man, okay, this one was good. Next year's, you know, they could do a little bit more to do better. And it did, you know, little by little, it started getting better. But I feel now it's in its, this is what they do now. This yeah. is, this, this is, is what more, it is. It's a brand. It's not a brand, but it's, it's just, it's hit its, it's, it's hit the, its peak. It's like, the like, MTV. Award. I think Joe, you said it. And I mentioned that you said it's the MTV awards, a video game awards. Yeah. And, and I agreed with him mentioning that. Yeah. And I had said like, you know, if you are looking for something that's more like, Hey, it is about the awards. It's about the people who are. You know, getting those awards, they do have an award show for that, which Every, I think is during GDC or no, the Game well, actually, Developers Conference. 
that and then Wait. I think the dice one too, yeah the right? dice one yeah, yeah. The dice that, that's what it is but the only reason people <laughs> don't watch it is because it's not it's the flashy boring. one yeah it's, it's just yeah yeah so you're not gonna get any you're not gonna get any what do you world call it premieres. Uh, world premieres no, yeah, yeah so world premiere world premiere uh, and even this this year's world premieres uh, we're like okay whatever Mm-hmm. And Nintendo was just like, well, we're living, we're, we're living think, in a think different. Thank you, developers. <laughs> we're, we're living in a different world again now, where everyone like because you know everyone has access to you know to stream like almost everyone has access a lot of access to streaming that you don't you know back in the day when it wasn't so common or it just wasn't a thing you could get away with not you know these are the big shows where they were going to show them but now it's like yeah we can show whatever the fuck we want yeah. and why wouldn't uh, instead of having to like haggle or, or, or you know with with the game award i'm not saying just them in general whoever show it is e3 well we want to show our show our game here i think really the publishers and the, like developers are like well we'll just show ourselves like we'll just do it as a part of this or mm-hmm. yeah we don't have to show our stuff really so like now it's just more like yeah it's just become like you said it's nothing nothing you know like mind-blowing although like i gotta say like having the alan wake 2 was like that yeah. surprised me because i was like so really cool. here yeah. i fucking would have thought they would have you know somehow some other like with something else i'd like to know is it going to be it's multi-platform i believe so yeah i wonder how that went i'd love to know how that went about how like they worked out getting it back my, my guess is it's a license because it was a microsoft published one and i think it's just the the license overlapped or they were just like we'll buy it back from you and they're like okay or what if microsoft is just like we'll let you do it just free on game pass and they're like okay all right cool good you never know they're like <laughs> idiots <laughs> um but again like it i said it last week but i mean the game rewards are still fine it's just like it's just what it is you know it's not horrible it's not garbage it's just it's what it is yeah you know, i'm not really yeah, I, never, I, I don't I, I don't think it's a bad thing it's not yeah. like an abomination that needs Mm-mm. to go away it's just nothing you know, to it's better than the spike ones you know, it's it's. I mean, but honestly, how are you really? I don't. I don't remember the last time I've seen an award show, like, and looked forward to an award show. I don't even look forward to the fucking Oscars, man. Anymore. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Just like, yeah, it's like it's that's a, what I'm saying. This became just like it is when it comes down to it. It's like just world pre- weird world premieres and who won Game of the Year? Yeah. Uh, not a world premiere, just see a world premiere. World premiere. And I, I, uh, it takes two deserved it. So yeah. yeah. It takes two to make a thing go right. I, from what you tell me, does deserve it. It makes no, two to it make take, it out of sight. It takes two baby. Because that's what they use. <laughs> it takes two baby. <laughs> it takes two baby. baby. It takes two baby. Me, me and you. Do, 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 do. Just it takes two. two. PC News with your hosts, Jesse Lira, Robert Esparza, and Joe Ramirez. Sony has announced a range of PS5 console covers in five different colors. These covers replace the white faceplates on the current PlayStation 5 console, allowing you to reshade your console in red, purple, black, blue, or pink. As announced on the PlayStation blog, the covers will be available in the first half of 2022, starting with Midnight Black and Cosmic Red in January 2022. Nova Pink, Galactic Purple, and Starlight Blue colors will arrive in the following months. Two different versions of each color will be available with one to fit the PS5 
digital edition and another to fit the PS5 with disk drive. The console covers are available to pre-order directly from Sony, priced at $54.99. Nova Pink, Starlight Blue, and Galactic Purple DualSense controllers will be released in January 2022. This will join the already released Cosmic Red and Midnight Black controllers. What do you guys think? Did you guys see this uh, announcement for the cover? Yeah. Um, I, I was like thinking about this earlier. I, this is fucking stupid. Uh, but I want the fucking purple one. It looks so dope. I want you the controller really and the faceplate. Yeah. Because they had to do like a, a lawsuit, right? About with the about that stuff. Is that what it was? With somebody, and then they ended uh, up coming out. I think they put a patent out, and they're like, just yeah. Ended up making their, mm-hmm. getting their own. But that purple one fucking dope. It does look really cool. That um, it's cool. Uh, I like the colors. I think for me, originally when when there was rumored, I was like, oh, I'll get the black ones. But then when I saw them, I was like, man, it just makes the console look plain. Yeah. So for me, I think I'm gonna go with the red. Uh, but red's I, great. I like red. Yeah. yeah. And. I thought it was cool. Uh, I liked the announcement. Fifty four ninety nine. I think is fine. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are saying like that's too much money, and like you know, it. I guess it for is. Plastic. They spend that money for plastic. But someone did say like, well, it's better than having to buy a whole new console if you liked another color. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know. Yeah, like I mean, they would do that. Like the PS two had different colors. And that's the thing. I get it. If you're like, that's too much. You don't ha- you don't have to buy it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm okay with buying it. Yeah. I want to get it. I want to get the red one. Yeah, the red one's nice. Peter Molyneux has announced that his next game will be Legacy, a play-to-earn blockchain-powered business sim that includes NFTs. As part of a blog post on the game, 22Cans described Legacy as an innovative new game that pushes the boundaries of blockchain gaming and a creative entrepreneur's dream come true. To start playing Legacy, players must purchase a land NFT which will allow you to begin your own blockchain business association in the game. If you buy an NFT and become a landowner, you can then create your own digital buildings and products from the thousands of available parts in order to build and expand their business empire. Alternatively, you can become an in-game business partner and borrow items from someone who is a landowner, although you'll have to share a cut of your earnings with them. Crucially, those earnings are a new cryptocurrency called Legacy Coin that exists on an Ethereum blockchain. The Legacy blog says the coins will have many exciting and innovative utilities, though the majority of these are yet to be revealed. It should also be noted that Ethereum is based on a proof-of-work system of blockchains, which is considerably energy-intensive and is a cause of concern among environmental experts. I'm going to stop reading this. And the reason I brought this up is if you weren't sure if NFTs were a joke, now that Peter Molyneux behind it, it's a guarantee that this is all bullshit. Yeah. You said NFTs about this game and I just stopped listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know. Uh, Peter Molyneux is always going to have his fucking hands into the next Anything that he thinks is gonna be like big, he always tries, and you know he's a snake oilsman. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, didn't some I mean, recently? You know, I I don't feel like he's a bad guy either, but I mean, he just he tries he just overshoots what he's pos what he can do. I I don't even like calling him a liar because it's like I feel like there's a part of him that's like overly ambitious. Yeah, and, <laughs> and but but he should know better by now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's one of those guys that just can't. He's like. He's like, guys, I know this is the 15th thing I've done in a exactly. row that's failed, but listen, this one's going to work. Listen, 14 of these bridges 
collapsed. But this 15th one is going to be the biggest and best one ever. And you're just like, come on, dude. Don't trust me. I learned from the past. (laughs) (laughs) It ain't going to happen again. Hey, what happened? It happened again. Ah, again. Well, you know, there was a lot of factors involved with it. You know, <laughs> not, not necessarily on my fault, but the technology didn't, you know, live up to my ambitions. So. The technology doesn't exist yet. <laughs> <laughs> Bungie head of HR Gale DeHondit is stepping down from her role as the company after more than 14 years. In an email circulating to employees today, Hondit reflected on her time at the company saying she wants to do everything in her power to make sure everyone who works here has a safe welcoming and supportive environment she then cited the need for the company's people to team to move forward with memberships largely comprised of people new to bungie they need to be trusted to be your advocates not labeled as enablers or seen as company resources who provide bad actors with safe harbor she wrote the is officially stepping out of her official role as senior employee relations manager but it's not clear whether or not she will remain with the company in her email. She states that she will work with Holly and the leadership team at Bungie to determine what the appropriate next steps are. Uh, For a lot of people who don't know, uh, Bungie got accused of a lot of hostile work environment, kind of a, um, some, some stuff that's been circulating in the gaming environment with all these sexual harassments and stuff like that. And Bungie is one of the next studios to be in that echelon of other people being, you know, called out. So I don't know what you what you guys think. Not gonna be the last, man. It's yeah. not. You know, I'm not gonna sit here and crucify um, Bungie over it because honestly, I think this is something that if you're looking at percentages of developers who at times have done that, I, I you know, sadly, it's probably pretty high. Yeah. So it's like, you know, all, all you can, you know, they're getting called on it and you can only hope that they can follow through and actually do things to, you know, rect- rectify the situation and, and make things right. Um, you hope for that. And clearly we've seen in the past others, you know, try to downplay it, try to deny it, try to just cover it up. You, you know, you, 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 all you can do is hope to change that. It's not going to be the last one, man. Is uh, Jeff Keighley going to make like a vague remark to this? <laughs> Did you see that at the Game Awards? No. Uh, he ended up talking about like when the show started uh, about, like, you know, hey, we're not going to tolerate any type of people feeling uncomfortable in the work environment, sexual harassment, stuff like that. But they did, he didn't name the big names at the, during the time that was going when that was happening, like Activision Blizzard or Bobby Kotick, any of that. And a lot of people said like, Pussy. He didn't say it. Okay, so yeah, you, do, you, you, you do agree. Okay. I mean, yeah, because we were talking about like... Wait, what you should have just said it. Pussy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you should have just said it. You yeah. should have said the names. And I was... I'm not in a forgiving way. I, w- I wasn't trying to say this in a forgiving way, but I'm like, it's because he knows he doesn't want to burn bridges yeah, in a relationship. Yeah, he's probably going to be in the hot seat. Them, yeah. He's yeah. probably going to be in the hot seat and he may not even be, he, I mean, he may not even be the guy. There may be other people behind the scenes that investors and stuff like that, but like, yeah, you're not, you're, you're you can't say, you can't say names. They probably, yeah. it basically was probably told you can, you can speak on it. He probably was, um, I wouldn't doubt he was vocal about wanting to say something. And then in the end, 
you know, they're like, probably the people behind him were like, we'll compromise with you. You can say something, but you can't say any names. And it's like, well, sometimes you just, when you're in issues, you just got to take what you can get just yeah. so that you can say something. Mm-hmm. But I mean, echoing what you said, Joe, like, yeah, it's not, they're not the, they're I mean, not I'm saying that about him too, but I mean, I'm not trying to, like, you know, like I said, <laughs> it's, there's a, I'm sure there was a lot involved. Yeah, and I'm yeah, sure yeah, yeah. that space, he, I'm sure he wanted to say more. If uh, what's that? What's the guy's name who won? What's the guy who did uh, It Takes Two and uh, Way Out? When he yeah, said "fuck the Oscars," he should just he should have just said that. Fuck Activision. <laughs> Fuck the Activision. Fuck Bobby Kotick. <laughs> should have taken a cue from him. All news and articles are from publications like IGN, Gotaku, Destructoid, and Gadget, Gamespot, and Polygon. Thank you for listening to Three PC News. We'll be back after the break. the game awards what was better nintendo's indie showcase did you guys check that out i saw some of it most oh, of it, it did you see all of it joe i think oh, i didn't see it That's we'll go through it and there i was i watched this because nintendo announced it they announced it for december for this december out of nowhere they're like hey we're having an indie showcase on this day and it's just like what okay fine that's whatever but they had some Badass looking fucking indie games. That first one, Sea of Stars. Did you see that one? Oh, yeah, I did. Who, who makes it? From the creators of The Messenger. Yeah, so it takes place in the okay. same world as The Take, Messenger, but it's really? like a, okay. a prequel to it. It's to a, a JRPG-inspired prequel to The Messenger. Sea of Stars follows a lunar monk and a solar blade dancer as they work together to stop an evil force. Developer Sabotage Studio is promising a deep classic RPG story and a free traversable world. Plus music from Chrono Trigger composer Yusunori Mitsuda, coming holiday 2022, and that one I was that like that started it off and that looked fucking cool and I was really surprised I'm like whoa, it's in the same world yeah. as the Messenger, because that, that's, that's interesting cool. yeah, 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 yeah. That interesting. and it's cool to see like them do something completely different than uh, what they did before the yeah. Messenger, but that's something that was really interesting in the Indies. Another game that was really cool on the Nintendo Indies, a game that we enjoyed that we still need to beat, Bethel, River City Girls 2, a sequel to River City Girls. There are now six playable characters joining the roster. Get ready to fight through new locations in a bigger city and fight with new moves and techniques and the modern beat-em-up coming to Switch in the summer of 2022. Bethel, being a person who dabbled in that game like I have, What'd you think of this sequel to River City Girls Two? That's that's great. I mean, I'm, I I love whatever I played uh, with you and uh, with the first one. Uh, I want I want to finish it eventually, but yeah, it's 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 cool to see to see another sequel for this game, especially especially with the uh, the girl that's that's that composed some of the songs from the uh, from the first one. She's uh, she's back to make some more songs. Right? Yeah, that's really cool. What would be great is if they did a ransom game, like or like one of these rivers, like River City. But instead of like that, it would be like Bayside High. Ransom. <laughs> <laughs> it combined Saved by the Bell with a fighting game. That'd be dope. But 
You're not Zach Morris. You're not no. AC Slater. You gotta be Screech. You're Screech mm. and, and Lisa. Lisa. Turner. <laughs> pass. pass, pass, pass. <laughs> you, you gotta save AC Slater, dude. No, Joe. Hold on. You you gotta calm down. You play as them. You rescue the rest, and that's how you unlock them. You save Zach. You unlock him. Then you can use him. It's right like away. the Mario Brothers games where there's like this this extra like worlds at the end. Like when you think you're done, but there's like more to it. Can Mr. You Belding? Can Mr. Belding be like a um, a, a boss fight? No, no, no. He'd be like a, a power like a, up, like a spell, like a final, oh, like a final fantasy spell. Where he's like, like a summoning, like building, like, and then he just, yeah, summoning spell, and he just yeah. comes down. He's like, hey, 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 what, what is going on, on here? <laughs> <laughs> How many damage would that be? I'd say 120, depending on your level stat. Sure. Starting off, you can boost him. Possible insta kill. Possible. Ooh, that's cool. He's a WWE stalker, so he could have wrestling moves too. Like what? He would go and stalk the wrestlers at shows. He would go. He's a huge WWE fan. Oh really? Like their stories about him. Oh, wow. like he would go and he was like, "Hey, just he's just around." Like, <laughs> oh, and then like Zach Morris would have a summoning move that you can have is when he was part Native American and ends up coming into class with the Native <laughs> American <Fuck> room, yeah. <laughs> and he goes, "I am Chief This," and everyone's like, "What?" The it's fuck crazy. Is he doing? Like, Ooh, and then AC later gets a summon where it's like it's kind of like in, in Moonwalker where fucking you know like Michael Jackson starts dancing and everyone dances too, mm-hmm. but it's he's wearing the tutu and he's doing the fucking oh, ballerina yeah. shit. <laughs> Developers, right. go ahead and give us a call. I think We've we got get fucking. Started. We, we got the, will yeah. be the creative geniuses behind this game. Just. You know what? I think we got to partner up with Way Forward. It's like, hey, once you're finished with River City Girls 2, we got the Save by the Bell. We got something for you. We got something for you. We got it. <laughs> We're like, uh, Joe's like, more fluttering of the feet in this summon race. This is going to be an extremely dated reference, but we're like Chingy. We're just one call away. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, there, there was like a ton of good stuff in the indie showcase. Uh, Chicory, a colorful tale. A critically, acclaimed, a critically acclaimed painting adventure game where you use your painting powers to solve puzzles and help the world is coming to Switch, and it came out that day and date. So many things in the indie showcase, including ending the show, was Amori, developed and designed by artist Amokat. Amori is set between two strange worlds, each with friends and foes playing through the story and uncover mysteries behind your forgotten past. Critically acclaimed RPG comes to the Nintendo Switch in spring 2022. That one's another RPG style type of game. But, um, yeah, no, it looked really good. Uh, all that showcase in general looked fantastic. And I, I think it had more stuff in, in there that I was interested in than it was during like the, the Game, game Awards. Awards. Yeah. But, I mean, it's unfair because... There's it's, some good stuff. I'm not saying yeah. like, oh, there's better than Alan Wake too, yeah. but like, it, it's I liked this indie showcase because it showed how how much like creativity a lot of these developers are are either doing type of game doing games that some who are now big developers don't do anymore, like the RPG type of Chrono or Chrono Trigger type style RPG to yeah. other things. A lot of stuff looked really good. I know you watched it. What you What you think of that show, Bethel? Uh, I think I watched it on enough. Like I watched some of it, but I was pretty excited for that. Uh, what's the name of the uh, name of that game again? Which one? The one that they start off with. Yeah, yeah. So the Sea of Stars. That 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 game is just interesting because uh, uh, 
it just because it takes place in the same place as the uh, same world as the messenger and I love the messengers great game I never finished it but it was a great game um, <clears throat> and I did see that uh, uh, the composer for uh, Chrono Chrono Cross mm-hmm. Chrono Trigger Chrono Trigger and Cross he did both and they see what the fuck you corrected before I was right sorry um, <laughs> but yeah that's honestly that's that's the only one that caught my attention the most because I because of like uh, the people who are making that so I'm pretty uh, excited to try that out. Hearing some of the announcements secondhand, I think one that tickled your fancy was the Messenger prequel, Sea of Stars, that Bethel was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, how often do you play indie games? Uh, well, when, you went on that run like last year. You I were did playing a good a lot. Amount. Yeah, I was in a really good run. It just depends. I, I I'll find usually what happens with me is I'll find like a good like amount of them that I haven't played in a while, and uh-huh. then I'll just binge and ball. Like I'll go through a bunch of them. Where I'm like, fuck, this is really great. Um, and that's that's generally how it goes. And then I'll kind of shy away for a little bit. Not really shy away, but just wait. And all of a sudden, I'll be like, okay, I want that one, that one, and boom, I'll just pick them up. And and that's kind of how it goes with me. I'm more like, it's kind of like binging them in a way. Yeah. Um, but um, I'm due. I know <laughs> I haven't played it well. But so you're talking about that that the uh, the one that's uh, in that the whole messenger world. I'm I'm really like I'm interested in that. I got I'll have to look at it. But um, I enjoy ending games. It's a I like indie games because it's just a nice change of pace. And what, a lot of times for me, what I really like or enjoy is, you know, there's so many different, it's different things that you're not going to experience with your typical, and I'm not just saying AAA game, but just your mm-hmm. typical uh, standard net console game. Yeah. Um, you get, you know, you, you, you get things like... Uh, you can get nostalgia. You get uh, really, really impressive creativity because a lot of these indie games are made under these constraints that make them, you know, they have to focus on other things, not just visuals or, and I'm not saying they don't look pretty, but like they can't just focus on horsepower. So it's nice to play games like that, that focus on other things. They think outside the box, there's creativity and not just in like the visuals, but in actual gameplay. And I, Mm -hmm. and I can appreciate that. So a lot of times it's like a, um, indie games for me are like they're fun they're really good they're also they can be a great palate cleanser you're just tired of playing you know your standard console game you can go and play an indie game and be like yeah this is fucking cool and then like you know and sometimes it's almost like reliving or re like just appreciating the things that made you love video games in the first place I find I get that a lot more sometimes like from indie games than I do from like some of the other games you know yeah yeah, like indie games, like you really appreciate them a lot more. Like you appreciate gaming the me- more. Than you guys talked about the messenger, and I started fucking playing the messenger. I was like, "This is fucking awesome!" Yeah. Like I was like, and I mean, it wasn't that. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying that. That's not taking it with anything away from the developer, but this is once in a game that it was like they spent seven years making this game. Yeah. Da, 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 da. It was just fucking fun. Mm-hmm. That's the big thing. Katana Zero is another one I haven't finished yeah. it yet. Katana Zero is fucking great. It's kind of like a mix of like a um, just just for people that haven't played it. I looked at it as kind of a mix of like a, um, it's like a hotline Miami crossed with a little bit of like messenger Ninja Gaiden, how you go about things. And, uh, and I was like, that was a, it was, it's a fucking really cool game. Mm. But, um, I remember those two came out around the same time and that's when I got really into them. But yeah, it's games like that where you're just like, that's just fucking great. You know? And there's also some like indie games, like those, the mess. <laughs> there's also some indie games that are like, like, the messenger was like really nice looking even though it's like a like old style looking game like a pixel pixel game that afterlife game i fucking love that was an indie 
was it Afterlife or After Party or yeah, oh, yeah. After Party. I, you know, Coffee I talking about, I've, that game. I fucking loved that game, and the story behind it, and just everything that went about with that game. I thought it was so fucking cool. And again, something. And actually, this was available on consoles. You can get it, but I mean, it was just such a fucking cool idea for a game, and the themes of it. Um, I was yeah, it was just like it was. You wouldn't get that from your standard AAA game. You know, usually don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We know a game it looks like because I was talking about a uh, like pixel type. Uh, what what do they call them? like re- like retro type of games? Yeah, retro type. Yeah. Um, Blasphemous. That game looks fucking nice. Oh yeah. It's like a, I, I picked it up a couple, a couple weeks ago. I was like, damn, this game looks fucking pretty for being like on the way that looks. Yeah. But yeah, that was Nintendo's indie showcase, and I think a lot of people scoffed at it, but the stuff they announced, especially stuff from indie developers. Looked really good, and like a lot of stuff I was looking forward to. On top of already the AAA stuff like Elden Ring, Alan Wake, and all these other games coming in the future, those are also added into those games I'm looking forward to next year. What if Alan Wake Two becomes such a fucking huge hit that they get we get like a spinoff game from it, and it's Alan Wakeboarding? <laughs> Wakeboarding. <laughs> That'd be cool. Would you play it? You know it. Survival horror wakeboarding. Wakeboarding? I would do it. And I wouldn't be scared and I play it in VR. I wouldn't finish it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you're not gonna play that wakeboarding game? Too scary, man. <laughs> it's too much for me. show it's a shorter show because as you know listeners this week is christmas and for some of you don't celebrate christmas it's hanukkah and for those of you that don't celebrate hanukkah it's Kwanzaa. the end of the year so i'm oh yeah there's one of that too yeah it's, it's, like, it's the end of the year too it's, so yeah. you know hey we made it through another year you can at least celebrate that yeah and you know and if you don't celebrate any holidays Hey, it's it's a good it's a good week just to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys don't celebrate holidays, don't believe in God, then fuck you. <laughs> you can just have fun, yeah. you know. But uh, yeah, uh, shorter episode this week because it's Christmas, it's the holidays, and uh, you guys want to get back out there, shop for your Christmas presents, eat your Christmas food or Kwanzaa food or Hanukkah food, whatever you kind of food you eat. If you're eating some KFC, that's cool too, man. It's all good, baby. KFC's good. Um, it's all good, baby, baby. <laughs> but uh, before we go, any and and you guys have some Christmas games or cr- big Christmas things you're gonna do? Probably eat some right. tamales. Oh, mm. sound like you said tamales. Tamales. <laughs> Unos tamalitos. Um. Joe? Yeah, I was thinking about that. I was like, huh, probably just eat, hang out with the family. Hang out, yeah. Uh, that's probably, probably going to be it for me. Yeah, lately, like, the past couple of years, even before uh, even before the pandemic, uh, like, my Christmases were always pretty chill. Mm-hmm. I would go, like, to, like, like families, parties and stuff. Then I'll just go home. Just hang out. It's a nice, yeah. nice little. Like, meet. I don't want to see you. 
No, it's just like, yeah. I'll hang out, make an appearance, and then go home and just like, cool, <laughs> chill out. You're like, yeah, hey. Sit at home, have some beers, just yeah. relax. Hey, I enjoy that. Beers. It's fun. It's just to just like, yeah. Just be thankful. Another year to be thankful. Oh, and, and before we That's go. That's Thanksgiving, dude. Well, Don't fucking oh, make those. Okay. Another year to be <laughs> cheerful. Grateful. Cheerful? Wait, the same thing. Uh, and before we go, um, recently, every Mexican in the world lost a tío. Yeah. The other week, uh, Vicente Fernandez, he yeah. passed away. And uh, I was trying to think, I remember when it happened, me and Beto were hanging out and we we're trying to figure out like, because I think there's a lot of people who listen, like, who's that? You know, like, yeah. th- they don't know. And I'm like, what's the what's the equivalent to him in the, the I guess, Amer- white American? American. American? Just say American, dude. Okay, oh, sorry. The American sense. And Beto said... Um, Dolly Parton? Dolly Parton. But I was talking to Janice, my cousin, who thankfully was able to fill in last week for Joe when Joe was, wasn't able to make it to the show. She said Miley Cyrus. No. Oh. We were trying to figure it out, and we came to two conclusions. He's so big in the Mexican community that the only people that I think... Because people are still talking about it right now. It's been like a week, and they're still like talking about it. The concerts are playing. People are playing music. Why are you saying... I don't know why I'm feeling like that. I just thought of this. I don't know. If, I don't think you're gonna say this, but what? I'm gonna be fucking sad when Arnold Schwarzenegger dies. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> but I'm trying to think like who who could who could be that who's already passed away, and the only who's already passed away who's or already still alive? Pa- who's already passed away? Mm-hmm. Because I don't think we'll know until these people. Well, I was thinking alive, so. Yeah. Well. Uh, oh, you're thinking alive. Mm-hmm. I was trying to think of someone in the past, like who was this big to where they kept talking about it. Princess Diana. After, but like like the U.S. Selena. U.S. She's American, dude. The U. U.S. We could only come up with two, and the only reason why is because people kept talking about their deaths, even weeks after. Michael Jackson and Prince. There you go. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah. Together. That that combined. They didn't die at the same time, but yeah. No, they didn't die at the same time. (laughs) And that's what we came to figure out is like that's how big it is. Yeah. Is their their combination of death is how big Vicente Fernandez is like. Well, you, dude, like you see that video, George Strait was singing fucking uh, uh, a Vicente Fernandez song in concert. Yeah, like he he posted his thing when he was like telling him like like rest in peace and everything. He's like to one of my heroes. Like, yeah, he was like fucking like an influential guy to like yeah, George yeah. Strait. And George Strait is like the king of fucking country. <laughs> yeah, I don't even follow country, but I know. Yeah, that. yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. No, no, it's a, it's a big thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah, just wanted wanted to. Yeah, it's crazy. I like you know. like everybody was fucking bummed out. Like, yeah, like I mean, I I'm gonna sound like an asshole, but I wasn't really that bummed out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was already really old, and he was yeah, like going through issues. Well, so it's like, I, yeah, okay. That's why. I think I, I I don't know if I, I feel the same way as you do. Like it's like oh man, that sucks. But watching everything after watching the funeral stuff yeah. that they had, watching people perform concerts, it made me happy because it's like. Not happy because he died, but like, <laughs> like no, like happy, like wow. He brought that many never, people together. Yeah. He's he brought that many people together, but he he's gone, but he's still here. Oh, he's, There's yeah. no, he'll never he'll never leave. Yeah, you know it's never gonna be. He's not gonna be here physically, but he's still here. You know, like he never he didn't really die. Yeah. It, that kind of made me. And just think, like he's not he's happy. not just famous in Mexico. He's famous in fucking Latin America. Like this yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's is he fucking any Spanish speaking speaking country fucking more than likely loves his music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> JK. <laughs> JK Rowling. <laughs> well, that's going to be it for this week. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrolpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrolpodcast. Remember, it's thirdpartycontrolpodcast with a 3RD. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with... Beto Esparza. And... Joe Ramirez. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done. Merry Christmas, and God bless us, everyone. <laughs> Merry Crunkmas. Bye, humbug. <laughs> <laughs>